she doesn't even, this is my thing, she doesn't even tell Amber, hey girl, this is what this man did. Instead, she is kikiing with her other black girl in front of Amber. I guess Amber is a part of the conversation. She says Matthew. And, you know, she starts venting. And then she's like, Miss Ma'am, excuse me? What do you mean? Andy goes quiet. What the fuck are you going quiet for? This is her turn to feel the way you just felt. Why are you shutting down? Because it's not going to be about you anymore? Because there's two wrong parties here? Right. Like a BB moment, which is like a beautiful black moment. Do we get any of those in this episode? We have a chaotic five moment of the chaotic five moment. And you're watching Black by Reality. Black by Baddies. And those who love us. Hello, Baddies. We are back. It's a new year. It's a new season. Season six. Uh, Love is Blind is back, and that means we are back to recapping. I have Quita Tinsley back with me to discuss all of the mess, all of these couples, the pods, and there's a whole six episodes. So we can only do so much, but we will make sure to talk about the most important things. How are you doing, Quita? I'm doing good this was such a big drop that I'm just like oh my gosh exactly exactly and it just kept going and just kept going and part of me part of me was like oh like the prediction that I made was right is like we might we're getting so much of the pods but I think maybe that's just like a mainstay now because the pods are the most interesting part of this show they are they are and it's like there's so many people but also at the same time now that reviewing the cast with you is actually the first time I really watched all the cast stuff beforehand and it just kind of made me sad I'm like oh my gosh there's so many people that we don't really get to see a lot of FaceTime with in the pods which is like pretty sad I know, I know. So it is good to look at them to get a little bit of a glimpse. First of all, this this season started off with Whitney Houston yes. and had the most cinematic beginning. I don't know what made them feel like they really needed to do this. Um, it was so edited as well of just having like clips of what's to come in the wall thing and it's just like what is going on? What is going on? <laughs> the, the budget has increased. <laughs> maybe, maybe so. Um, after five seasons, all right, okay. let's let's get into it. We're gonna talk maybe about the least problematic couples first. <laughs> yes, Amy and Johnny. Um, Amy is from Puerto Rico has moved here Johnny he's just a New Jersey boy uh the very beginning they're bonding over wanting to go to Japan and their love of anime but it gets a little bit deeper we find out that they're both family oriented Amy has a brother who's on the spectrum so she needs a partner who's willing to help her out with caretaking if it ever comes to that and Johnny's down. He's like, I have siblings. I would do the same. Um, 
yeah what what are your thoughts about amy and johnny i mean i was like watching naruto i don't think it's a great way to prepare for japan but what do i know i don't watch anime nor have i been to japan but whatever um i think they're really cute i mean they were that couple that was like out the gate clearly we're into each other we're only into each other um Mm -hmm. i mean were they the love story like how i felt about um tiffany and brett or lauren and cameron no but they were cute they were really into each other and we love having that one couple that there's little to no drama yeah yeah i was a little bit wary of johnny because he seems he always commented on her accent Mm -hmm. and, and all of that he realized he could roll his r's and and i was just like but you know what? I I will say their first meeting. I mean, this picture right here. I actually don't think there has been a cuter first in person meeting. Like mm-hmm. when they got into the cuddling position, and he said it in the pods when she was getting very emotional. I think talking about her brother, he kept saying, "I want to hold you. I want to hold you. Mm-hmm. I want to hold you." And this just looks like he finally gets his girl. He's holding her. He's not gonna let go. Right. Yeah. And I was um, I was interested in how she would receive him if he was typically the kind of guy she would date. And she knows that he isn't. But that doesn't seeing him for the first time. There's still that big connection that they have. And they definitely seem really into each other. Definitely. She likes she likes an ethnic boy, some darker features. But you know what? I actually don't think the physical is going to be the downfall of this couple. We're just gonna have to like keep watching, but mm-hmm. I don't see I don't really see any red flags. So mm-hmm. yeah. And I was curious though when she was like the physicality was mm-hmm. I was like, Ooh, what does this mean? Like how far did it all go? Right, <laughs> like, right. Especially because you know we'll talk about maybe some of the other couples, but like the other folks were like there was no. Um, hanky, too much hanky panky going on between most of the other couples, but mm-hmm. they seem yeah. to explore each other. Yeah, yeah. If you're feeling it, you're feeling it. Seems like they were feeling it. Um, and yeah, I think I'm trying to look. I don't think there's anything else I really have. The one other thing is that she said in their first meeting that her dad has once had a dream that her kids would come out blonde and blue eyes so there's a lot of ooh, there might be there might be signs with some of these people which you know the producers are asking them certain things and therefore trying to find someone to like give a story it's very interesting mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so interesting <laughs> i did like that she was serious with him about her brother though and being like if anything happens to my dad like I will be the full-time caretaker for my brother and I love that Johnny was like yes like you know yeah I love that yeah no hesitation all right the other smooth sailing couple we have Kenneth and Brittany Kenneth he is the principal that I was talking about in our upcoming thing I don't remember Brittany at all but they hit it off because she's a school teacher so there you go they also both have experienced losing a parent early uh mm-hmm. kenneth talked about his mom in the meet the cats video i don't i don't know if he actually got that deep 
into it that we saw in the episodes, did he? Uh, I think he does mention it. Yeah, but I don't think he like got too deep into it. But yeah. Yeah, they um really bond over. They had to grow up fast because of this experience. And while people are like, you're 25 and very young, they're mm-hmm. like, nah, we're ready to build a family, which honestly, I think it's going to work out for them. Which honestly, I did not see this coming. <laughs> like, I did yeah. not see this pair coming at all. <laughs> so they, when it started becoming apparent that it was like Kenneth and Brittany, I was like, okay, shocker. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the, the they're upbringing the things that they've faced in life also their religion it mm-hmm. seems like they really are connecting about some of these like core values and things and that's honestly the strongest thing is mm-hmm. just core values it doesn't matter what those core values are if you are on the same page then you are good to go so mm-hmm. yeah now ethnicity comes up because Brittany's the one who brings it up she's like what's your ethnicity he says i'm black she was like figured and she was like, I'm white. He's like, figured. Yo, when Kenneth told that black man it's giving blonde. Rude. And it's just not even a blonde. So I was like, you're it's wrong. not a blonde. I'm like, yo, what are you saying right now? What are you saying? What are you saying? I don't saying? think he was saying she's dumb or anything, but I think he was just like. <laughs> it's giving white. She's white, white. It's yeah, she's white, white. Yeah, it's giving, she's a white woman. She's not mixed. She's a white woman. I did, there was a moment, though, when she said he identifies as black. Yes! I was like, ma'am, he is black. Not he identifies as black. His parents are black. He is black. (laughs) It was wild when she said that, but I'm like, it's giving, like, someone who is listening to mm-hmm. different groups of people talk about mm-hmm. identity mm-hmm. and she is not there but she's getting there she's, she's trying like, she's absolutely trying she's like i know people identify as, th- as things so right. i'm using it broadly right <laughs> um, she also says like the very like um broad strokes of oh it's about character and this it and that matter. And it's like, you know, Matt, girl, we're in what, Charlotte? We You're know it. In the South. It matters a lot. We can get deep in the woods. And what's very interesting is that um, Kenneth has never been with a white woman, mm-hmm. which I think is actually more common with black men down South. Right. And he was talking to AD and she was like, does she know she's going to raise some black babies? Right. And and he says, I'm pro-black. I'm very pro-black. So, and I'm like, all right, Kenneth, but you also still need to bring it up with this white woman. Right. Like, y'all have to have a serious conversation about race. And, like, it. yes, it matters what she thinks about it, but also it matters how her family thinks about race, especially if y'all do get serious, you do end up married and think about having children, like, how will her family receive you and potentially future children? Like that's important. And it's, yeah. Cause she was trying to be like, you know, like um, you just don't listen or whatever. Like you just correct them or and it's like, no, like, especially in the South, like race can be like a very like dangerous and serious thing for interracial yeah. couples. 
Absolutely. And I think she needs to also know she needs to do the heavy lifting, not him. Exactly. <laughs> if that if she's prepared for that. Right. But in the end, you know, when they saw each other, he was like, Oh, look at God. She he <laughs> was like, God is good. She said all the time. So <laughs> <laughs> but I, you know, I in watching Meet the Cast, I knew that faith and God and Christianity would be a big part of this season, and it definitely is. Definitely is. Definitely is. Um, yeah. Anything else we want to say about this couple? I just did not see it coming. <laughs> I did not see them coming. That's fair. That's fair. I, yeah, I think. I think I had a feeling we would maybe get more interracial couples. Just, I don't know. I knew AD was going to end up with a black man. Like, when Matthew popped up, that's why I was like, I really didn't see this shit coming. I definitely didn't see that coming. I think Kenneth was definitely someone who I thought would be with a black woman. So when he said he had never dated a white woman before, I was like, okay, so he does he doesn't normally date white women. So yeah. it was just shocking to me. And I think I was like curious if Brittany would be attracted to him when she saw him. Um, mm-hmm. And she seems like she is. And so I'm like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. She, yeah. I'm not too surprised that she isn't. Cause it just, she, she's a girly that I feel like, is all about the core values they aligned but I also think she could be badly optimistic <laughs> like too mm-hmm. optimistic and it's like let's bring it a little bit down to reality mm-hmm. um so yeah anything else about these two no nah. oh my god all right we're gonna start getting into the weeds because we have a whole star coming up this is a triangle <laughs> Now, Matthew. Matthew is talking to A.D. Um, First of all, he's not just talking to A.D. How things start off with Matthew is that he has 15 questions. This could be fun. Honestly, Mm -hmm. I I think during the pandemic with Jordan, this was one of our dates. Mm Yeah. So he's like, oh, I got 15 questions. Choose a number. He puts it out. Someone asked the most basic thing. What about you? He says, well, I didn't predict that I would be asked to answer these. Sir, what are we doing? You just thought you would just be asking them questions and they wouldn't ask anything of you? He he really thinks that he should hold all the power. Like, that was the weirdest thing. Yeah, the moment he said that, I wasn't feeling him. Mm-mm. I was like, I don't like this. You're, you know, I don't like this because you're not trying to have a dialogue. No. You're just trying to interrogate, it seems like, just like ask questions. Of and when somebody picked number four or something, he's like, several people have already picked that. Pick pick another one. And I'm like, how is she supposed to know that? Like human beings, I think human beings are like uh, unconsciously drawn to certain numbers because of like culture and stuff. So it's like, are you surprised that everyone's picking number four? It's Beyonce's favorite number. Right. You're going to yell at Beyonce? <laughs> right. <laughs> what is going on here? Like, what is your deal, dude? Like, what is yeah. your deal? Um, and then what was so funny is that when he was on the pod date with Sarah Ann, I don't even know what this woman was even talking about. But he just got up and left. And she was like, hello? And then she said, 
Right. I don't agree with Sarah Ann on some shit, but, right but. There, right. even her freaking like alarm bells were going on. So like right. oof, oof. But he gets to A D. This is weird. This is so this weird. Is weird. She she's like, Why are you here? And I feel like it's so defensive that he's like well, I'm not here to be a C-list celebrity. And it's like, who said that? Who ever thought of that? And then as time goes on, it's like, well, it kind of is giving that you're trying to be a C-list celebrity. It absolutely is. Because who's talking about America, Matthew? Who's talking about cameras and what America roots for? Like, Mm -hmm. 80's like, oh, I, that's a good thing. It's like, Ad, what he said, what you heard, sounds good, but think of how he said that shit. <laughs> so right. all of a sudden, because Ad is entertaining this, he's like, "Oh, I can mess with you." He's like, "I want to win you over," and Ad feels flattered by this. Now everyone else finds him a weirdo. The men are like, "This man doesn't talk." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We don't know what Matthew is doing in the pods mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. when we ask he's dodging right so he ain't got no friends none and most of the other women don't like him either so it's like ad this should be a red flag that most of the other women are not going on dates with him and do not like him girl mm-hmm. this is a major red flag and i feel like i've had i have been ad before Because it's, like, it's something, it's that stupid trope of, like, the guy who's just, everyone thinks is so off, but you're, like, but I'm special, and I can prove it by winning over old dude. And everyone's, like, that dude's weird. And you're just, like, you're just so judgmental. I'm such a nice, good person that I don't feel the same way. Um, the fact that AD brought up Matthew's name and the other black woman in that chair turned all the way around. I was like, you like it? You like that? That should have been her clue. Like, the alarm should have gone off. Like, you know what? Why am I entertaining this man? She is one second away from telling your black ass, if you like it, I love it. And that's not good. (laughs) Not good at all. Not good. You don't want to hear that. Oh, gosh. Oh, my God. So, yeah. Now, he starts, apparently, she's like, oh, he was a rock. But he started opening up. And then, and then AD, a black woman, a black woman, by the way, living in the South, talking to a white man. She knows he's white. Mm-hmm. Actually fixed her mouth and said, I'm, I'm, I'm feeling so protective of you. When I'm away, I'm thinking... I just hope people are nice to Matthew. You're feeling protective of this white man? Why, girl? Why? And did you clock later on? He doesn't even say that he feels protective of her back. He's like, I'm getting there. You're protective of me, and I'm getting there with you. Exactly. Exactly. Who needs more protection? I'm confused. And it's like you're protecting him from the other women. Like, so it's like, girl, just sit with this. Why is it that the other women don't like this man? Because a man being rude to everyone else, but being nice to you, 
does not make him a good person. It doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't make him misunderstood either because he's still no. set into that shit. <laughs> exactly. exactly. Oh my God. So meanwhile, meanwhile, during all of this, Clay is in the picture. Mm-hmm. And Clay, this black man, he knows he knows he's tall. He knows he's good looking. He's big up in himself and all this, talking about his accolades. I heard accolades so goddamn much, Quita. We don't know what this man does. Do you? That that's my thing. I'm like, well, what do you do, baby? Like, what is what are these accolades for? Like, you keep bringing them up, but you haven't. And I believe what do you do. I believe you, Clay. Like, I'm not saying you ain't got nothing. It's quite wild that we don't just see it, you know? Um, so, and AD, she's like, mm, this guy's the kind of guy, he's a ladies' man. He's something I would go for before. Mm-hmm. So she is right now more on Matthew than Clay. And Clay, he pushes shit even further, which we got to talk about, because he wants to talk about look. I said, why are you here? Now, I think I have a differing opinion on this. Because we are six seasons deep, okay? Mm -hmm. We know the premise. We know it's called Love is Blind. We have proven over and over again love ain't blind. I'm sorry. We, We know the casting directors are looking for certain people. We still haven't seen certain, we haven't seen people with disabilities on here. Or, or like, like fat people. There's, there's been thicker people that they try to sprinkle in. We know looks matter to people. We've seen it mm-hmm. also fall apart. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. So I'm not actually mad. And we also see other couples talk about looks. Mm-hmm. Meg Fox. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like all of that. So it's I don't demonize anyone on this show actually talking about looks and even even acknowledging that looks is important to them. What I wish Clay would have done was like, look, I know me and it might sound fuck up fucked up, but I like a big butt. I like lips. Mm-hmm. And like that's my main thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like and I just know I won't be totally in it and I wouldn't, I would ruin this experience because that's my big thing is so many black women's experiences have been ruined by men not being interested in them. Mm-hmm. I actually am starting to see it as a safety issue. Like mm-hmm. black mm-hmm. women should just say more of how they look because mm-hmm. I'm sorry, but it's different for us and we know that. Mm-hmm. And AD immediately is just, well, you're not here for the right reasons. I don't want to tell you how I look. She shouldn't have to. Clay should say what he's into. She should make the value judgment of like, okay, I align with that. Maybe I feel some type of way. I don't align with that. He's not my man. And keep moving. Right. Like, how he, and then the weight. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. AD, there's so many red flags. You could have just taken your stuff and gone home like Amber. Right. Right. Because the thing, I so I hear you on that. I wish he would have just named the type of person he normally dates, what he, what attributes he likes. Mm-hmm. But he just like a straight up, like, 
I know that I need to be physically attracted to this person. So I want you to describe what you look like. So then I can make the determination, Mm -hmm. which it puts the other person in like, it puts AD in an uncomfortable position. Um, And then also I think my, what frustrated me so was like, he didn't describe a person. He just said petite. And I'm like, what does petite mean? Like petite can mean many different people. What are you, are you asking? Is she thin? Is that what you're wanting? Is that your thick? We know what the hell he's talking about. He said petite, but I like a butt and I want lips. We know what that is. All the ladies are getting their backsides blown out and their lips blown out. He wants the Instagram baddie. Like, right. (laughs) Right. And the fucked up part is that 80 fits that. that literally naturally she's a right. gorgeous woman the one thing is that she's a dark-skinned woman and the way that black man talked about her she said he he's going uh uh, uh oh my god look at you look at you because she's fine she is fine right she, she said i didn't know you liked dark-skinned women he fixed his lips without he didn't think. It just came out. He said, I'm neither. AD, this is when you pack your things and go. Because guess what? This, I mean, you could talk about it more than me, Quita. You really can. And if you want to, go ahead. But I know what I want to say next. Right. I mean, I think he, t- and I think the fact that he described an Instagram baddie, it's like you like light skin or like potentially non-black women with black people's features mm-hmm. right and then you get the dark skin black woman who has the physical attributes that you typically like and you're like oh shit like I am still attracted to her whoa and it's like AD this man has repeatedly said he's fucked up he's not a good person so you need to get out mm-hmm. because this is not going to be good for you in the mm-hmm. long term mm-hmm at all because also I mean on their honeymoon she bring I mean he brings up the weight thing right and so it's like and she says like I'm gonna have children like I'm gonna gain weight and he's like well I'm gonna make you get into the gym and it's so it's like so if she gains weight becomes fat are you not gonna be attracted to her anymore especially as a dark-skinned black woman if she's a dark-skinned fat black woman you're not gonna want to be with her like He's not worth pushing out a baby for. He don't get no babies. Men like this don't get no babies. That's it. Because they are, they're they're the first ones to be like, my lineage, I want to leave behind a legacy. But then be like, but how do you like birth my baby and then look the way you do and then don't help out with the child care for her to Mm. even have any energy to go to the gym. Men like this don't get babies. I hope everyone watching, <laughs> it, needs, it needs to be done. Women in other countries are on a whole holdout, not giving their men their babies. Right. We could do the same because this is outrageous. Right. And it's like he needs to do the emotional work to so, be ready for a long-term relationship because no. it's not giving like he's prepared for any of this. Exactly. Exactly. And he, they talk about uh, they talk about therapy mm-hmm. uh, when they go on their honeymoon mm-hmm. 
or not the honeymoon. I always do that. It's like the trip after. Yeah. Um, but I noticed he said when she was talking about therapy, because she's personally in therapy, working on her own stuff. He said, yeah, we could do couples therapy. That's a red flag for me. Mm. That's a red flag. Because it's like, sure, you could do couples therapy, but you also need to do personal therapy. There's a lot of people who will for sure go into therapy with someone else. Mm-hmm. But if it's the focus on them, they'll be like, oh, I don't need personal therapy like that. What am I going to talk about? It's like, oh, yeah. you have a lot to talk about, actually. A lot. Yes, you do. But before we even get there, AD's still talking to Matthew. <laughs> and everything comes to a head. Matthew's sweet talking. He's like, look, I could, I could make a map and I can... If you tell me, I'll get out of here. I'll come get you. We'll leave right now. He's like, oh, I wish I could talk to your dad and get your hand in marriage. And she was like, well, he's not doing much because he did. He was like, whoa. And she was like, yeah, I wasn't really cool with him. So that's that's that. Well, when she goes back into the common room with all these women, Amber, mm-hmm. cool with. It's talking. She's just like, oh, I just talked to Matthew. He's like, we can leave right now. We can leave right now. He was talking about, oh, um, I want to ask your dad for your hand in marriage. And that's like a big deal to me. AD? Clocks it. She was like, oh, oh, he did, right? And I get I get what she's doing here. Because I would do the same. I'll be like, oh, please keep talking. Please yeah. Keep talking. Tell me everything he said. Yes. But I don't know. And I, I question AD on not just telling Amber after she divulged everything mm-hmm. right then and there. Mm-hmm. How she moved in this was weird. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I thought it was a little odd that she didn't say to Amber, like, mm-hmm. hey, girl, I just need to let you know. He literally said those exact same words to me. The mm-hmm. fact that she went and talked to other women about it first a part of me was like was she trying to figure out the best way to bring it up or maybe she didn't want it because it's like she might have been angry hearing it so she wanted to process it a little bit and then come back to amber and talk about it versus being like yeah in that moment being like i know he didn't just do that because he literally said you know so I'm trying to give her the benefit of the doubt that maybe she just needs to process it a little. Also, I was like, not nah, he went both of the Ambers. Because isn't her name Amber Desiree? Yes. <laughs> you know some men do that. So it makes it easier. You know. So they don't sleep up, slip up and say the wrong name. You like, know they do that. Like, I've seen Twitter threads about that very thing. Of, like, second families having the same freaking names. These men, these men are not there. They're not yeah. there. <laughs> but oh, it was like even more diabolical because of the way he was saying it to AD. Like mm-hmm. he didn't have, he was like, I know you're talking to other men. Yes. You know, but like you're it for me. Yeah. I'll, I'll come and we can leave tonight. And it's like not even mentioning, like I'm also. He wanted her to drop the other man. He did not anticipate what actually happened next. Exactly. That's what he wanted. And 
the other thing that I also question AD is like, okay, you take your time to process. It's very interesting that she went to Matthew first mm-hmm. before going to Amber. That tells you mm-hmm. what her priorities are, which is love is blind. They're here to find a husband. So I guess their priorities should be, but the way Amber handled it very differently. I'm out. I'm done. Yes. She's like, <laughs> I don't need it anymore. I don't need it anymore. And I also wonder, editors, why didn't we get a clip of Matthew saying all this? That's what oh, they did they even show him dating Amber? Nope. It was no. a total blind side, which is fine. We've we've been here before, but we usually cut to she was like, Oh, he told me the same thing. And we cut to the actual scene. Like that's good storytelling. Right. Very weird that we didn't get any of that. Oh, yeah, that was weird. That was very leaving a door open for Matthew in a way to wiggle out of, talk himself out of it. When it's like this is all documented. Right. It's like on Love Is Blind. Where's the footage of Matthew talking to that other bitch? Like, where is it? (gasps) Thank you. Why why do we never see the conversation? Why do we never see the duplicate conversation and then both of them leave? Right. Show the footage. Period. Black by reality fans, stay tuned. <laughs> the <laughs> blind video is coming. <laughs> yep. When AD confronts him, he takes a minute. It's very interesting how he worked this. And and I will say, I don't use terms like love bombing loosely. Mm-hmm. I think it's overused, but love bombing is an actual abuse. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not just in the beginning, you're actually very excited about a person. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That, that people like that get love bombed. This is love bombing because you can tell it was a manipulation tactic because he used it on two people verbatim. Verbatim. And the way he then handles it afterwards, you can see him trying to weave a, a web. Wasn't he trying to say he didn't say the exact same thing yeah. at first? But this is the thing because he, he worded it so specifically. And that's why I'm like, I really need to look at this. So he said that um, now I'm not, he was like, I didn't say everything the same. The Very specifically, he said, he said what he didn't tell Amber was that he wanted to call his mom to tell her that he found the woman. Mm-hmm. He he hanged everything as his out on that. It's like, I know specifically I said that to you, not her. Therefore, I must be more serious to you. It's like you could have said any old thing or twisted those words to Amber a different way. Like, that don't mean anything. But he wants to be like, that's my proof I that you mean more to me. Then he's like, he asked, he asked AD, have you watched the show? She's like, of course, yeah. He said he wanted to give her her proposal moment that she wants. Now, I think he, Matthew is so aware of the TV show and mm-hmm. he cares about it a lot, but he wants to make it seem like actually, AD, you care about it. You watch this show. You care AD, about it more than I do. You want that proposal moment. You want to be the star of the show. And, you know, I want to give that to you, but you know, you're going to have to make your decision. And he's, yeah, AD Litter says, he dangled everything that I wanted in front of me like a freaking carrot mm-hmm. to me. Mm-hmm. And he said, I want to leave with you yesterday. That's what I said. He's like, do you think I said that to her? Why are you asking me questions, bitch? 
You were the one who was there. And also, I know you said it to her because she just told me that you said it to her. Exactly. Like, what are you talking about right now? And he says that, um, you know, I'm, I'm going to be making a decision right now. AD says, do not tell me. This is a lot of things you're already dumping on me. Do not tell me to put even more pressure. He's like, no, no, no. I think you want me to tell you. Bitch, that's not what she said. So I don't care what the fuck you think. What are you talking about? Now I'm heated. Now I'm mad and cussing. <laughs> but no, it, it, he was literally being so manipulative mm-hmm. in that moment. And it's like... Mm-hmm. A, I'm like, did I like him? No. But did I see this coming? No. Mm-hmm. And then for him to try to like weasel his way out of it by manipulating her more and more, like, sir, just say I'm sorry. No, because he's not. He, he's oh, not. He would never. He would never. I don't want to say the other buzzword, but he would never. Right. No, right. he's going to try to find other ways to wiggle out of it. Now, Matthew, he's like, look, um, I would pick you up right now. Like, he, we can leave. And then he says, he leaves. And he's like, just don't give up on me. AD looks overwhelmed and tired. AD finally goes to Amber. And she, no, she doesn't even, this is my thing. She doesn't even tell Amber, hey, girl, this is what this man did. Instead, she is kicking with our other black girl in front of Amber. I guess Amber is a part of the conversation. She says Matthew. And, you know, she starts venting. And then she's like, Miss Ma'am, excuse me? What do you mean? Andy goes quiet. What the fuck are you going quiet for? This is her turn to feel the way you just felt. Why are you shutting down? Because it's not going to be about you anymore. Because there's two wronged parties here. Right. <laughs> like, what? And she's, you know, starts talking. And and I love Amber. She's slowly taking it. She said, slay. <laughs> slay? Girl, what? I'll never forgive drag race for what they've done to gay culture. And these <laughs> I'll never forgive them. I'm like actually I'm like I don't think that's the right use of this word in this it's moment but sure sure Amber not slay not this slay this is not slaying at all honestly <laughs> but I think that's the funny part of what she was going for honestly she just said slay <laughs> Amber is crying she apologizes to AD which is freaking wild because like AD girl AD <laughs> And it's like, does Amber even realize that, like, she had this conversation with AD prior yeah. to this? So yeah. AD knew mm-hmm. and didn't mm-hmm. say anything to her. Maybe AD apologized and we didn't see it. It's very weird how this is all playing out. Um, but you can tell Amber is a girl's girl through and through because she said the best part of this whole experiment is the girls. So, like, kind of really. peace. Like, I'm, I'm kind of not even into the men like this, so I'm leaving. Now, Matthew, <laughs> Matthew did not anticipate this. Matthew talks to AD again, and he's like, you're sounding a little, a little devastated. Is it because of what happened or because Amber left? This man said Amber leaving is part of it. 
And I'm like, did you like her like that? Or are you, is it a hit to your ego? Super hit to the ego. Super not part of the plan. And he's also knowing this is looking bad because he says, you know, like, I, I feel bad. Like, America just watched me break a woman's heart. So he's thinking of his whole, all that. He really, really cares what other people think about him, no matter what he claims. And then he's like, well, you know, America loves an underdog. They do love combat. I think I now got the entire country of America on my side. Amy's rolling her eyes like, yo, what? What? Um, Matthew says that he's sorry he can't commit to the plan she wants. This is about, once again, AD, you want this whole cinematic moment. And I just, I can't give that to you. And I'm like, it's not just that AD wants this. That's the whole premise of this show. Every person here should want that. Literally. That's the whole premise of this show. So, you know, (laughs) yeah. He he basically uh, leaves their garden. So now this this girl has to reassess Clay, which at least she feels like because Amber took her things and left. She's like, I'm gonna see this through, my boy. <laughs> <laughs> Done. Oh, and we gotta talk about how Clay. I was not. I, Clay got heated. I I understood. He was like Matthew. You like saw him literally going through the Rolodex in his mind of men in the men's quarter. Like who the hell is Matthew? Matthew, like the nigga who don't speak. <laughs> That's who I'm competing with. And he was <laughs> shook. He was like, shook. Look, he he does what I do on just a normal phone conversation. I be pacing. For some reason, I have so much energy. He was like, nah, nah, you did not just tell me Matthew right now. He said, he was just like, like, it. you could tell it was like, a, he was losing respect for 80. Let's be real. He was. He was, this, he was just like, because I understood where he was coming from. Because 80, she's venting about mm-hmm. Matthew. He's like, all the shit you just said had nothing to do with me. Yeah. So just tell me right now what the love triangle is. And then he's like, are you feeling me or not? Like, that's mm-hmm. all I need to know. Mm-hmm. And I don't blame him for being self-interested. Mm-hmm. If you're feeling fucking Matthew, let me leave right now. Right. AD's trying to be like, oh, no, 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 I'm feeling you. It's just like he was manipulating me. And it's like he was, but also, you know, you have trash taste. And then right, you were taking the bait. It's like you took the bait, and that's how he was able to manipulate you. And she goes, like, I'm weak. And it's like, don't say you're weak. Like, you're not weak, but this is, like, wild. Like, you seem self-aware, and yet you're still doing it. And so Clay, he's getting loud. He's just like, you know, if that's what you want, like, that's freaking wild. I feel like I'm putting everything out there. It's just, this is going downhill, downhill. She is crying. At the end, he ends up apologizing. He apologizes for cursing. He says he was triggered for feeling like he wasn't doing enough. Mm -hmm. And then Matthew was just mind blown. Mm -hmm. AD, yeah, she's 
talking about the manipulation. That's how they left things. They were just like, we had an explosive moment. We're going to cool off. We're going to come back. Right. Uh, yeah. I think part of me was like, did he not realize she was talking to other people? I don't think he realized. I don't think you. Well, got it. And like, this could be, I think realistically, no one thinks about it a lot. But you can definitely get the ick of someone you were feeling when you find out they're feeling yeah. someone else that you just don't respect. Yeah, exactly. You're like, is something wrong with me? And right. <laughs> right. Like, you like the both of us? I thought I was a bad bitch. Am I not a bad bitch? <laughs> right. Right. Uh, so it's like, right. I don't right. demonize Clay, honestly. I don't even demonize him for getting a little bit loud because that, that was a lot. That was a lie. I mean, I think a part of me was annoyed with him because he is so ego driven. It was definitely yeah. a hit to his ego. Yeah. But it's like he needs to take a step back and realize she don't see Matthew. Right. Like, so it's like the men are not talking to Matthew at all. He's just a weirdo who's quiet. Right. Mm-hmm. But it's like so they aren't getting to know anything about Matthew. They know he's a weirdo. They know, they know he's, he's a, weirdo. but it's the vibe that he's giving off, right? Because he's around. Well, a lot of the other women feel like he's a weirdo too, because he's rude. He was rude. That's true. But I just feel like I'm like when you the way that Matthew does end up talking to Ad, I can see why she's like starting to fall for him. But it's like he's giving red flags left and right, so yeah. she's not picking up those. But yeah. also. Clay gives off red flags left yeah. and right. So and she's not picking up those. It's also a different level. At least at least Clay has friends. <laughs> like that's how I'm gonna put it. At least Clay has friends. The the level of red flags are so different. Like Matthew is like like dangerous red flags. Like right. you know, you just people have an aura that then other people are avoiding just off of instinct. Right. And the fact that 80 is bypassing all of those it's like are you okay it's a that's the question anyway we can keep going on on this we have so many more people but i'm like clay's a red flag i 80 also has her red flags but matthew that was wild that was wild that was very wild moving on to our star Trevor. Trevor. I look you kind of want to take back. I know. Being like. Well, I will say, Trevor, he's, he, I don't know if someone else wrote his bio to where it's like, I want a woman who keeps up with the gym. He's not giving that in the episodes. Mm-mm. And if he was still on that, I would still drag him. Mm-hmm. Rightfully so. But he's just like, he seems chill. He's like, I just want to watch movies in the notebook. Right. Yeah. He's filling Chelsea from day one. Um, yeah, he seems to really like the simple things in life. Chelsea seems to really like the simple things in life. But Chelsea, the flight attendant, also seems to have a lot of anxiety about if she'll ever find love. Mm-hmm. So that's like the cloud over almost everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she then is also talking to Jimmy. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, Jimmy, what can we say about Jimmy? 
Oh, Jimmy. Oh, Jimmy's a Scorpio, but that's when he's talking to Jessica. Um, So, yeah, that's why she keeps calling him lover boy. So the thing about Jimmy and Chelsea, it's like a lot of um, lifestyle stuff. Mm -hmm. So Chelsea's a flight attendant. Jimmy works remote. Yeah. So she's just like, great. I want to travel the world. This can work. Being a flight attendant is hard to find someone because of lifestyle. It's like... I get it. I get I it. Um, she also apparently events plans at uh or plans events. events. And I was like, not arena. Wow. <laughs> the wow. Yelp you yelled was so natural. <laughs> because now that I think I think her insecurities be start to I'm like, oh, when you say yeah. that, when you make that like little comparison of like oh mm-hmm. yeah 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 so uh another thing is that when they're talking about looks she's like oh does anyone and this is actually a clever way to get around looks on love is blind take notes from chelsea she's yeah. like oh do you ever get told that you look like a celebrity mm-hmm. i think mm-hmm. jimmy doesn't even say a celebrity she was like and she and i am so i do not think this was chelsea setting up i'm seeing people online being like chelsea knew what she was doing saying mega fox this woman literally says it's only because i have dark hair and eyes nothing else megan fox she repeatedly said i don't see it it's literally i have light eyes and dark hair she didn't say of course i look like megan fox she said people say that and i don't see it exactly but and jimmy he makes a little joke. He's like, can I propose right now? Can I marry you right now? And it's like, all right, Jimmy. All right, Jimmy. But, you know, Jimmy, he has options as well. And those options are mm-hmm. our single mother, mm-hmm. a, a 10-year-old. She says she wasn't planning on say, talking about her having a child at first because she wants people to get to know her. Honey, boo-boo, No. Yeah, that reason was a little interesting to me because I'm like, being a mother is a part of your identity. I get sure. her being like, it's not my entire identity, but I'm like, it's a major part of your identity. Like, girl, you can't even enjoy this like whole situation like everyone else because apparently these monstrous producers aren't letting you talk or FaceTime your child. Do no. that. They at least do that on The Bachelor. Like oh. Netflix, there's no reason to like keep a, a parent away from their child. I think she might be the first parent. She is, yeah. but again, that's just no. like common decency, right? No, I know there. It, I, I see that, or like I agree with that. Yeah. But I'm like, I feel like, I'm like, do they ever think about the fact that they might have a parent on this show and what they would need to allow? Like, you will have to change protocols, yeah, for a parent. Yeah. Um. Also, they probably didn't think so because it's a bad idea, Jessica. It's a bad idea. Um, But yeah, for some reason, she's really feeling Jimmy. She says that her body reacts to his voice in a way that no one else. And I don't don't get it. I feel like, again, it's the deep voice of it all. I think some some of the women will hear a deep voice and then will make assumptions. He has a deeper voice, yeah. I have to close my eyes and listen to him, I guess. I don't. I don't see it. Um, but she, yeah, she tells him about the child, I'm guessing, on the third pod date. Because mm-hmm. that's what it felt like. And 
he he shook. Jimmy was not ready. The first question is, why didn't you tell me this sooner? So she should know this is not going well. No, I'm like, dang, you ain't even know. Want to know what's her name? How old she is? No. Or like anything about? No, because guess what? This man don't want to be a pappy. He don't. He, he don't. don't he was like, oh, you could have told me that on the first date, so we wouldn't even be here right now. Exactly, and that's why I don't know why either of them continued, because. I, I don't know why, because yeah. he so obviously is like, this chick trying to trap me. Right. It is like, oh, what? I mean, and it, I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I don't blame him for having that reaction, sadly enough, because I'm like, a child is a major thing. Like, major. Major. You're a parent. And so anybody who you're, because, for me, I'm like, Jessica, that's actually really important to know. Because I, I know Jessica's like, it's not my the biggest thing, or it's like not all of my identity. But I'm like, Jessica, be honest. You're not saying that because it scares a lot of men away. Mm-hmm. But the reality is those men that are scared away, they are not the right men for oh. you. For you or your daughter. Because you're talking about we come as a package deal. Yeah, you do. Exactly. So you need a man who wants to be a a, a step parent or a parent yes. right now. Yes. Right right now. Right now. <laughs> like when you left, you would have introduced your child to this man you met a week ago, which is mm-hmm. wild, Jessica. That's like again, I'm like women are not taking care of their safety and others' safety at this point cuz being okay with that is is wild. Do they pressure you? What is it like? Four weeks, three weeks yeah. after the cross to get married? Like, I would respect it though if Jessica was literally. And this is, I know people really demonize reality TV people for actually wanting to be on reality TV and get famous. But I will respect if mm-hmm. that's Jessica's whole thing here. This mm-hmm. is a work trip. I'm going to go on this show. I'm going to get whatever followers. I know how I look. I'm going to get the followers. And then I'm going to leave. And maybe I'll be on perfect match or something. And I'm going to get this bag for me and my child. I would respect that. I would not be mad at it whatsoever. Right. Right. And I I wonder if that's it. And if I hope she just says that. Because if you're actually in it for actually a real stepfather for your child that doesn't make as much sense to me it doesn't it's actually kind of terrifying it's terrifying and she seems like a good mother the way she talks about her child and everything so it's like i would hope she's just being calculated but but also i'm like if you're here for the fame i don't know why you don't put your eggs in more baskets like why we're hanging it on jimmy yeah, because I'm like, what has Jimmy said or done that has got her, like, all in on him? Maybe maybe she has tried this with others, and they all left, mm. and we don't know. That's true. That's true. Maybe. That's maybe. true. Oof. But, yeah, this is, this is wild. So Jimmy's like, mm, let me double back to Chelsea. <laughs> He said, uh, Chelsea, I know, well, first of all, Chelsea puts him through after this. 
which I don't blame how Jimmy handled this whatsoever because he just got hit with a 10-year-old. Literally. And so Chelsea's like, oh, I have something so big to tell you. And he's just like, fuck. <laughs> he's like, I can't do too much more today. Yeah, he's like, okay, what is it? She was like, I used to be married and now I'm divorced. And he was like, oh, okay. Right. Yo, Chelsea was devastated. She was down bad. She was down bad. She was like, I actually was really nervous about telling you this. And there's just like pauses because he's thinking about a 10 year old. Right. He's like, right. girl, that's not even that deep. You divorced. It's, it's okay. not that deep. And she was just like, I don't know what's happening right now. And he's like, I'm not in a good mindset right now. So let's do this again later. And Chelsea's just leaving. And she's like, it's really weird. She tells Trevor about it. Trevor's like, these people, they just want someone who's never had experiences before. There are people who exist. That's not Ginny. No, he just received a lot of information in a short amount of time. Ginny, <laughs> you think I give a damn about you were married when you were 18? Right. It's like, whatever. We're like... A 30, almost 30. A lot of people are divorced at this point. Whatever. Exactly. Exactly. So later on, after after the baby was dropped on him, he's like, let me check out Chelsea. He's like, I'm so sorry, Chelsea. I had other bigger news. Your news was actually not bad. I don't, right. I don't really care. Right. <laughs> We're just like, still not the best wording. No, because it's like, you do kind of need to know why their marriage ended. Like, that that's a big thing. <laughs> he said, actually, I, I don't really care. I You could have burned that man's house down. I don't care. You don't have a 10-year-old. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. And so then, yo, the way Jimmy gets Chelsea to totally turn on Trevor just because he wants to like sit at home and like read a book she's like this is everything I was looking for and you didn't she knows she knows that she actually doesn't have high expectations for these men mm-hmm. and yet she's losing it mm-hmm. that's yeah. a wild thing that is I'm like baby you need therapy it's like the fact that these men are like interested in her and have been interested in her for this long she's like oh my gosh this is the best thing ever I don't even think she thinks it's the best thing ever actually like I think Chelsea has that level of insecurity of Mm. like freaking out of like actually I don't experience people liking me that much and when they do I think something's wrong with them two Mm. of these men like me so what the hell is going on and I know what the other woman looks like of one of these guys and I'm really like what's Mm -hmm. going on Mm -hmm. like I think she's really thrown off by all of this really overwhelmed and in the end she makes her decision she oh the breakup between Trevor and and her oh Trevor oh he, he takes it so well He's just like, it's not me. He's like, can I ask? Like, I've been here the whole entire time. Like, he was nice about it, but also it was a slight read. So he's like, you're choosing the man who was torn between you and someone else over the man who only wanted you. This is how Clay kind of should have handled (laughs) it. Period. (laughs) Trying to 
in baby steps of like, baby, does that sound, does that sound right to you? Does that? Literally. Literally. So he's like, okay, you go ahead and you go do that over there. So bye-bye to Trevor. Uh, Chelsea stopped wearing that bracelet <laughs> that he was supposed to. And so he's like, I've been touching it. I guess you haven't. <laughs> I've been tapping it all day. She's like, I ain't been wearing it, so I don't know. <laughs> Damn. Damn. Poor Trevor. Poor Trevor. Well, Trevor's coming back if you see that teaser. So, I did. Is it poor Trevor? Who knows? Yo, so, yeah, these two, they first meet. Some people are saying that Jimmy looked disappointed. He did. He, oh, okay. Well. I think it, the Megan Fox thing was in his head yeah yeah but she I told him she told that him. man didn't hear nothing else after she said megan fox he didn't hear nothing right before or after he was just like megan fox she looks men like dumb. megan fox <laughs> men are dumb he's shocked that she had tattoos oh my god i've never been with someone with the nose piercing jimmy where are you from like small town north carolina right how square are you? Like, I don't even know how well this would have gone if he got Jessica. He would be mind blown. But then I also feel like, I don't know. He's like, oh, I've never been with a woman who has, like, boobs. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like he would still say some off-the-wall shit. <laughs> right. Literally. So, yeah. And things, this is the couple where things already unravel mm-hmm. at they're in the Dominican Republic. This is ghetto. This is ghetto. Ghetto. Because <laughs> the whole, all the couples are meeting. Mm-hmm. Now, I, you have to read what kind of couple you are. Mm-hmm. I feel like me, I would say some shit of like, oh, that person looked fine. Mm-hmm. And, and Jordan would be like, Good for you. That's my girlfriend. She's bisexual. Right. Right. <laughs> or that, you know, uh, Chelsea, her her self-esteem is hanging by a thread, Jimmy. Mm-hmm. Hanging by a goddamn thread. You cannot talk about AD's finest <laughs> in front of Chelsea. Chelsea's ass makes it even worse. Oh, yeah. Like, people are drunk. We know this. They're drinking. So Chelsea was just like, maybe it'll be a good party move to lighten it up and be like, oh, 80. And by the way, this again is a black, dark skinned woman being sexualized and objectified. And everyone feels comfortable with it because isn't it just, isn't it just fact that she has a fat ass that we all love? I hated this moment for so many reasons. So many reasons. Everyone was being weird around 80. I don't know what that Laura joke was later either. Literally. And then she wanted to be defensive about it. It's like, if it wasn't meant to be a thing, then why are you defensive? What did you really mean by that then? Right. Just say, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to offend anyone. I realized it was a bad joke. I don't know anyone was offended they're just like what does that mean I think AD was offended but I think she was trying to put that maybe her man was offended but I think AD Mm -hmm. was uncomfortable with it because I'm like you were telling your fiance a man to smack a black woman's breast 
wait, what did she say? I missed this. So the joke was beamed it is like you smack someone's boobs like up and down. That's what bean dipping is. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. So I think maybe they were doing it in the, I think maybe Laura did it to AD in the women's quarters, which is like a already not okay. But I think how you perceive a woman as another woman doing something to you um, feels maybe a little less violating versus like, a man like the idea of you joking to a man that he should go do that is not funny at all no i had no clue what they were talking about yeah either. yeah that's what it was yeah it's giving, i have never heard of that a day in my life it's giving i mean it might be like a white southern thing i can't speak for them or their practices but it, you guys at home comment down yeah let us know if <laughs> you're yeah, who who do that? Because um, the way for me, a lot of these white people are, are reacting to AD is a they don't be around a lot of black people. No. And if they are, they are not used to being around really beautiful black women. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of the other women are threatened by AD. I mean, clearly Chelsea's threatened by her. Mm-hmm. It's like your man says she was stacked. He said it only to you. If mm-hmm. you were uncomfortable, you could have just said, hey, don't do that. Or she is pretty and left it at that. They both don't have tact. They're both tacky people. Very. <laughs> That's why I'm like, it's getting ghetto. It's <laughs> real bad. Real bad. So, yeah, Chelsea later, they have this argument back at the, the hotel. And she was like, you made me feel uncomfortable by saying that. And, da, 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 da. and you didn't even, like, talk to me afterwards. I was obviously feeling bad. Jimmy is like, First of all, he had no spatial awareness because he told Chelsea that she was nowhere near them. She was right behind y'all at that bar. Literally right behind you, Jimmy. (laughs) (laughs) What are you talking about? He's like, well, you made me feel uncomfortable around this woman, so I'm trying to smooth it over with her. And it's like, you did talk about that woman's body. There is some... Yeah. You should be buttering up. Chelsea, though... and then it just goes back and forth because she wants him to really feel bad about how he made her feel. He, I think, is like, I feel like I should be able to joke with you about that. Which is weird because, like, he was messing with Jessica, and I know Jessica would have fucking, she would have probably slapped him in the face. Right. But also, I'm like, what Chelsea is picking up on is not a lie. I think Jimmy is caught off guard by how she doesn't look like what he thought she looked like. Yep. Um, I think there might be some issues with him not being as attracted to her as he thought he would have been. Mm-hmm. I mean, he says he's still attracted to her, but I think maybe his expectations aren't qu- quite met. Right. Mm-hmm. And Chelsea herself is a very insecure person. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, he didn't lie when he said he was bigging up his relationship with Chelsea to AD because he was. He didn't say anything really inappropriate to AD, although I will say something that AD said was kind of like, hmm, that's interesting that when you're asked about your man, you're like, he's a lot. Um, yeah. Are you close to Jimmy? But whatever, uh, you I know. Mean, and I also kind of felt, I don't know, but I kind of felt like AD was giving the eye. Like, I think AD, she likes male attention. Mm-hmm. She likes, and like, I feel like that's part of it. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. she wouldn't cross, but mm-hmm. she's like, "I know you feeling me, so I'll give mm-hmm. you a little." Right. 
You seem a little thirsty, a little thirsty. Right. I'll give you and a little good. entertainment. I'm so good, so good at helping them helpful. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. And Chelsea just li- literally could not handle their interaction. Yeah. Yeah. At all. So that's going to be a lot. That's going to be a lot from the teaser we see. <laughs> Chelsea's like, I know you fucked her. Do we think Jimmy actually goes that far? I'm like, girl, you putting a lot of stock in Jessica actually having sex with him. Because now Jessica also well, sees we what don't he know that. We don't know if it's Jessica. Though. Jessica, that's true. That's true. It could be somebody else. That's true. Because how Jessica was talking, if she's really about that. And also, I wasn't... How did you feel about Jessica's speech at the end when he dumped her? I thought it was a little shady. But, I mean, he... I don't know if it's actually shady against Chelsea or if she was just like, when you see me, your jaw is going to drop. But a part of it, I mean, because he probably his jaw probably will drop when he sees what she looks like. But this is my thing again, as everyone's talking about Clay and people are like, oh, I kind of they're like, oh, yes, queen, yes, queen to freaking Jessica. It's like, but I thought we're not supposed to care about looks. That part. I mean, I mean, she she fell on what she's used to relying on being a very gorgeous, beautiful woman. Right. Mm-hmm. And so when she got dumped by him, she's like, well, you're going to be mad when you see what I look like. Yeah. And she's like already thinking about, well, I don't want you to look at any of the other Instagram girlies. That should just be for me. And I was like, this is a very hetero conversation right now. Very hetero. Very, 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 um, but you got that. And it's like that just seemed like it would have been a tiring situation for Jimmy in multiple ways like yeah and I was not saying I was not doing any of that for for Jessica I do think Jimmy should have had the balls to cut her off so much quicker because it was so obvious it was he didn't want to be with her after she said she had a child and he should have just said that I don't think he for him I don't think there was ever a good time because like I will say she dropped that on him he processed the next time he came back, she started, at least that we saw, it could have started differently and he probably could have had an opportunity. But from what we saw, that pod date started with her crying over missing her child. So mm. then that's when he then had to start asking, oh, what's her name? Right. What you like, and she starts talking. You can't, can you really dump right. a parent after that? Of like, I mean, not the Aquarius interest of the chat. I'm like, well, it seems like a natural progression to be like, you know, while we're talking about your daughter, I have to be honest. I'm not ready to be a parent. The Libra in me could never, though. Right. I'll be like, maybe tomorrow. Like, Jimmy, I, I, yeah, I would have had a hard time. But I'm also right. like, girly, you should have said that shit from John. You you should have. Date one. I'm a mom. I have a 10-year-old daughter. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. We got to move on to our, I hopefully last, I think it's the last. Yeah, it's the last. Love triangle. Sarian. This girly, this girly is a wild one. Um, yeah. She, she makes it very clear that she's a conservative. She's a patriot, um, actually. No, the way she said that shit, I was like, what does that mean? I know you're not in the army, because they would have said that. So, a patriot how? I'm like, Sarah Ann, where were you on January 6th? Exactly. And so, <laughs> Jeremy, red flag, because he's just like, 
still sounds great. But <laughs> the thing is about Jeremy and um and Sarah Ann, I know it, it was such a weird sexual connection. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think Jeremy took her actually seriously at all. Mm-hmm. So he was just entertaining whatever she had to say. Um, he had a good response, but also it's like, yes, and? He's mm-hmm. like, oh, I don't think I should have opinions as a man on abortion. But also, did you hear what that woman said? Like, no mm-hmm. one, I'm going to say this right now, no one's using abortion as birth control. That's a weird, conservative, Republican talking point. No one's doing that. Also, as the repro girly in the room, I'm just like, and if they were, that's not your freaking business. It's not your freaking business. <laughs> it's not your freaking business if they <laughs> are. <laughs> like, um, this is where we get Jeremy asking about how many followers she has. She has 31 Insta followers. He asks like, like yeah. Yeah. it's if you say so. Um, yeah. And then she talks about Botox. I think this is when Jeremy also was really rolling her out. Because at first, he, I think he thought it was a joke. But she's like, no, I really have Botox. I feel like it's falling. Yeah. And he's just like, oh, this girl is living a very different life than my Hawaiian shirt ass. Right. 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 So it is not surprising that he's with Laura. They Uh, seem to have more maybe shared core values, even though I'm not a fan of her either. I'm a fan. Laura was jealous the whole entire time, but she was like, "Mm, I'm going to get him anyway. So it's like, okay, do you? And it's like, let's be real. She was insecure because she saw what Sarah Ann looked like, you know? Yes, I think it's because Sarah Ann is probably younger than her. I think, you know, in assuming that in the real world, Laura might feel like someone would choose a Sarah Ann over her because she looks older. Like, you know, she Sarah Ann gives more of like the influencer type vibe of looking girly. Right. And so if they're looking like at the same man, she might feel like he would choose a Sarah Ann over her. It's like, to me, it felt like similar to Chelsea and Jessica, except Chelsea and Jessica no. are very much that type of. Really? I disagree. Really? I disagree. And this is, this is the interesting thing, right, about Love is Blind, because I think that kind of conversation about looks, I, I've noticed a lot of people are acting like when we're comparing these, like, people it's just like one's objectively no, I don't think I'm like do I think Sarah Ann's pretty or no, no. no. Yeah. I'm, I'm not saying that I'm just like I don't know I think I think what my opinion of Sarah Ann is it's just like I can't even see Laura feeling that way because I think Laura's just that but that's me it's like that's the whole thing is like actually mm. these kind of things are actually very subjective mm. I do not see Laura being that threatened but she obviously was because she's talking about her but that's just mm. wild I can't see it being overlooked that's all I guess yeah because I'm like to me that's the only thing it can be about because it's mm. like Sarah Ann and Jeremy didn't really talk about much of substance no it's like do you talk during sex Right. And I feel like Laura probably anticipated that they weren't having much of an emotional connection, but they were probably having a lot of fun together. And she knew that 
once it started to get serious, he would choose her over Sarah Ann, which is literally what he did. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Anyways, I thought I was going to get a deep conversation out of these two at the beginning because um, he calls himself OCD, which is one of my freaking peppies. And then Chelsea's like, oh, I had it, OCD. And then she's like, well, I was never diagnosed. And then this chick is just talking about she doesn't like a messy house. I am telling everyone at home, everyone at home, actually listen to people who have OCD. OCD is like, I have to tap my doorknob three times because I literally think my, like, mom will die literally. if I don't. I will, like, lose weight, throw up, everything. It is a debilitating like way that the mental is working with the world so if you're not doing that you are not OCD and stop it right if you like a clean house you just like a clean house uh so that's when I was like "Mm, Laura's annoying (laughs) (laughs) the bean dip thing is what took me out and I was like well I'm over her so yeah so she had a pro and con list and she's like, oh, there's so many more pros. I wondered what the cons. I was like, let me know the cons, Laura. Right. What is? <laughs> um, but yeah, they're on their honeymoon. We're already seeing red flags because Laura, she will, she'll say something if she feels something. And Jeremy is like, I will leave. <laughs> and it's oh. like she already had a bunch of cons on their vacation trip. It's like, yeah. she's like, no motorcycles, no Hawaiian t-shirts. And he's like, I would change nothing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's like, oh God. But it's like the heteros like doing this. It's like, the woman's like, ooh, I want to dress up my man because he can't dress himself. And the guy's like, I'll go along with it. Um, until it's like, actually your jokes suck. Like, that's right. the one thing men will then be like, well, now I can believe. Right. That's a deal. Oh, you know how many times we have heard in these six episodes, you're laughing, and I didn't even say anything funny. You know how many times men said that? Right. And they know it, and they love it. That's, that's the wild thing to me. They're not like, oh, you're fake. They are like, thank you for laughing at nothing. Stroking my ego. Thank you. This feels I so great. Love your laugh. Actually, just don't even talk. But one of them, one of them, was it um, Jimmy? He's like, I hear you laugh more than talk to Chelsea. And he's like, I love it. And I'm like, that's not good. That's not. That's not. Because that means y'all aren't talking about anything of substance. Or she's not talking. Like, it's different. Period. It's both going back and forth and laughing. You literally said, you don't got to talk. That's great. Right. Just keep laughing at me. Just keep laughing at me. Hi, baddies. This is the end of our recap of Love is Blind Season 6, Episodes 1 to 6. I hope you enjoyed it. Please comment your thoughts if you have any and you're watching on YouTube. Please like and most of all, subscribe. We have so much more content covering the traitors and couple to thruple, and we'd like to see you stick around. Anyways, please follow Quita and please follow Black by Reality across all socials. Take care of yourselves and we'll see you next week.